Welcome to the No Shame on You podcast, where we talk to mental health professionals, educators, and advocates. No Shame on You is a 501c3 organization dedicated to eliminating the stigma associated with mental health conditions and raising awareness. Our goal is for people who need help to seek it, for family members and friends to know how to provide proper support and to save lives. Welcome to the No Shame on You podcast. I'm Wendy Singer, Director of Programming for No Shame on You. Today, we're honored to be talking with Robin Sable, who runs a really meaningful business called Buttercup and Joy, Jewelry with Meaning. Robin is a married mother of two grown children, ages 21 and 24. With an empty nest on the horizon, Robin has been trying to figure out what's next. So far, it seems like what is next is connecting with old friends, rediscovering things she likes to do, and starting the business I mentioned, Buttercup and Joy, Jewelry with Meeting, which is supporting the mental health community. Robin, thank you so much for coming. And I'm going to add something before I ask you to tell us about yourself, because I just think it's cool. Um, how I got connected to Robin is on the side, my passion, my personal hobby is genealogy. And I connected with her sister probably 10 years ago it, uh, through um, doing genealogical work and her father. And Robin right. is actually my third cousin. We have the same great, great grandmother. And I think that's so cool. And I've only met her. This is the second time that I'm meeting her virtually, but we're connected both in the mental health world and we're family. And so welcome. welcome. Tell me, tell tell our listeners more about you. Thank you, Wendy. Um, I really appreciate this opportunity to share information about me and about Buttercup and Joy and spreading the word about uh, the importance of good mental health and supporting one another on each other's mental health journeys. Um, so like I said in my little, or what you said in the little intro about me is sort of been trying to figure out uh, who I am now that my kids are grown and uh, I I left my job last fall. And so trying to figure out what's next and realizing what's important to me and knowing so many people who struggle with their mental health, I realized that maybe I don't want to sound too boastful, but maybe I could help them in some way um, or other people having seen what they've gone through and how hard it is on them, uh, the whole process of getting the right medication and getting the right therapist and learning how to take care of themselves, but also what a toll it takes on everyone's families. And when you look at the statistics, it's, it's I think it's one in five Americans suffer from uh, mental health struggles. So it's either you or someone you know um, is having difficulties. So I just thought that there was so many people that could benefit from little boosts to their day in the forms of beautiful bracelets and words of inspiration to help help them face each day, uh, hopefully with a positive, positive feeling. That's awesome. And that's how I discovered you. I saw a post by your sister about your organization and I was, I was, like this, and I checked out your website. It looked incredible. And I, I, I felt like I have to connect with this 
third cousin who I've never met to learn more about your about your story and how you got to be doing what you're doing. Yeah, I, I thought it was so cool that uh, we we're both so interested in mental health and, and and like you said, that we're related and it's it's just it's neat to meet new people, especially ones that you have bonds with. It's very cool. I think our great great grandmother Mindel is smiling down right now. I hope so. And, and listening in on this podcast. Um, sure. So what is it like to love someone with mental health struggles from your perspective? Well, it's really hard because you can't do anything for them. I mean, you can take them to the doctor, you can take them to the therapist, you can accompany them to, you know, wherever it is that they want to go, but you can't actually physically do anything for them, but be there. You know, if you, if somebody uh, has a broken arm, you can take them to the doctor and they patch it up and they're good to go. But it's just, it's, it's a feeling of like powerlessness um, that you can't, help them the way you want to help them. You, you can help them by being there and being non-judgmental. I mean, I did learn a whole lot about just the importance of, of being present for them and understanding and non-judgmental, but you can't help them the way you want to help them. You know, they really, they have to help themselves. And that's the hardest part is just feeling powerless. And also it's so, it can be a very long journey. And it can have lots of ups and downs. And sometimes you feel like you have whiplash. Um, And sometimes it's two steps forward and one step back or one step forward and two steps back. So, you know, so much of life you think is going to be linear and the mental health journey does not seem to be from what I've, what I've seen. Um, So it's, it's hard to, to not be able to help people the way that you want to be able to help them. I certainly can relate to that. I just, you talking about that. I remember I was 24 and that's when anxiety came out on me and I started experiencing my first panic attacks. I remember, and I had a boyfriend who is now my husband, Mitch. And I remember, and it was a newer boyfriend. He was, it was newer at the time and he wanted to help me so bad. And I remember saying, I wish you could, but I have to figure this out on my own. It has to be on my path, yeah. you know? So, so I can relate to that. Um, have you ever struggled personally? No, not that, not that I have been, not that I'm aware of. I mean, you know, I've had bad days, but no, I've never been depressed. I don't have anxiety. I don't have any kind of, uh, issues like that now, but I, I feel like I'm one of the very few. Yes. You said something earlier, which I think is really profound is that most people, if not everyone is affected. And there's this interesting statistic I've learned um, since I've worked at No Shame on You, and that's that 50% of Americans at some point of their lifetime will experience a mental health challenge. And um, when I do trainings and whatnot, I, you know, I did a, we trained a bunch of camp counselors this summer and in college students. And I would say to these groups, and sometimes they were up to 200 kids, teens, and I would say, raise your hand if you yourself or someone you know and love has been affected by a mental health challenge and every single hand in the audience would go up. And so everyone is affected, even if it's not yourself, but but certainly a loved one. Um, When times got really tough for 
your loved one who, who struggled, how did you cope personally? Cause it's hard. It is, it is hard. Um, so, well, going to work helped. I had a job at that point, um, where I was able to, I worked for a bakery and I did, um, like chocolate decorating. So like cake ball truffles and chocolate covered Oreos and chocolate covered pretzels. So it was somewhat mindless. So I didn't have to concentrate too hard, you know, but I did have to concentrate. And so I was able to take my mind off of it. So that was really important to me is to get, you know, a mental break like that. And then walking outside, we're really fortunate to live in um, a nice area where I can walk either the streets or in our backyard and it's wooded and it's really pretty. So getting out, getting fresh air, uh, exercising a little bit, I'm, you know, a little bit, I mean, seriously, just walking. Um, That's what they say. Any little bit helps. And then crafting. I like to craft. Um, I like to color. And I recently learned jewelry making. So that satisfies um, my need for creativity. Uh, that's, I rediscovered that. Um, so it's really like those kinds of things is, you know, finding stuff to do for myself. Going to work, uh, getting out of my head, going outside, getting fresh air, and then feeling productive with the crafting. So important. So that leap perfect segue into your latest project, Robin. Exactly. Butter cup and joy. Yes. Jewelry with meaning. I'm going to ask two questions at once. One, was there an aha moment, you know, where the idea popped in your head? And two, how did you come up with the name Buttercup and Joy, which is the most adorable name ever? Well, thank you. So I had left my job and I have been thinking, you know, what's next for me. And I was on vacation with my sisters and my cousin. And we went into this bunch of little gift shops and I saw these bracelets and necklaces and they were paired with inspirational message cards. And I was like, Oh, you know, that's nice. That's cute. I was kind of like, you know, these messages, they're nice, but it, I felt like I could write ones that maybe felt a little bit more personal based on my experiences and other people's experiences that, that I'm close with. And maybe they would be a little bit more meaningful. And then I thought, well, I, you know, I could make, I could learn how to make jewelry. So I learned how to make some bracelets. Um, we have a couple different lines. I started with just silver bracelets with gemstones on them. Now we also have stretchy beaded bracelets. We have cuffs, we have leather bracelets. Um, so anyway, so I saw that and I figured, I, I thought I could do that. Uh, and I had written some poems when uh, my loved one was struggling um, about first about her journey with depression and then her, her experiences with anxiety. And I was re remembering that and looking at the jewelry that I saw in the store and thinking about like, how could I combine them? So then I thought I could combine them, the, the poems and the jewelry and help people. And then I thought depression, mental illness, depression, anxiety, they sound so scary and, and they can be very scary, but I wanted to sort of give it a, a hopeful vibe. So we came up with the name Buttercup and Joy, which I think sounds pretty hopeful and uh, happy. 
And we used to call my daughter Buttercup after the Princess Bride, you know, Buttercup. Yes. Joy. My son is a joy (laughs) and his name is Joey. And he took Taekwondo. And when he got uh, his first belt, his and he got a little certificate and they misspelled his name instead of Joey, they wrote joy. And we thought, well, that's appropriate. He's a good, he's a good guy. That was Um, a meant to be moment. Yeah. So anyway, so we came up with Buttercup and Joy to, to give everybody a little, a little boost to help them face the day. That's fantastic. And you mentioned the poem. So you, I was going to ask you that question. If you look listeners on the website, there are some, there's some beautiful poetry and, and, um, I was going to ask, are you the author of that? Yes. Poems? Yes. Yes. So I wrote them, you know, when times were good, kind of like thinking back how times were and helping me realize how far, you know, we've all come, um, how far that person Lucy has come, um, in her journey and how far I've come and what I've learned. And you can see things get better. No. Like in in the first one, I I wrote something about, um, and then one day the the future in years, high school is over, graduation appears, and that was just like, God, remembering you know that moment when, oh my gosh, we got through it, <laughs> you know? Yes, so it's, it's it's a wave. Life is a wave with ups. Yeah, and downs, it always comes up and always goes down. Yeah. You know, it's just that's life. Yeah. So I guess that's, a, you know, the poetry is also a creative pursuit and, and help me, uh, I guess, work through stuff too. Has that always been a, a interest of yours, poetry, or is that a newer endeavor no. as well? No, my grandmother, however, she used to write poetry all the time in everybody's birthday cards. There was always a special poem for every single person. And, you know, she had three sons. And then I don't know how many grandchildren we are and the great grandchildren. And there were poems in everybody's cards for all their birthdays for, for forever. So well, I, I guess she would be proud of you as well. I guess I inherited a little bit of that. So yeah. tell us, Robin, what has the feedback been like from your local community or, you know, I know it's online, so maybe non-local, but what has the feedback been like? It's really positive. I mean, everybody is, as soon as you tell them that it's mental health related, they, they start to engage a little bit more with you. Um, especially like if you're in person and we're at a craft show or we're at a, an event or something. And first they come over cause they think it looks pretty, which, you know, it's, it's a compliment, but then once they hear that it's mental health related, they get very interested. Um, and they just, people start to share their stories. Um, and we've connected with people on such a nice level. A, a lot of them are buying for themselves, like, but a lot of them are gifting them to, to people that they know who are struggling, but also a lot of people are buying them for themselves and not necessarily because they're struggling, but because a family member is, or a friend is it's a lot of people say, Oh, you know, my daughter has this, or, or my mother has that. And then they share their stories with you. And, um, it's just so nice when you open up to somebody, when you open that door, then they talk to you and people cry. I mean, 
you know, I feel bad about that, but they really feel connected. And it's just, it's so nice. Don't feel um, bad. It means they're comfortable. Yeah. And they're not alone and they're with you, you know, and you're helping, yeah. you're helping them through. So that's a, a beautiful yeah. thing. And we posted, I reposted one of your posts, one of No Shame on News posts, and somebody saw it. And they, that person was inspired to go seek help. Wow. So, yeah. Because that's a moment. Right. Yes. So it's so nice seeing that I'm having this real effect on people. Um, I have a, a business partner now and it was her friend that saw the post. So that's how I know, uh, you know, that it, it uh, inspired her to seek help. So things like that are really rewarding. And, you know, like I said, talking to, to people at, in person when they open up to you, it's just, it's really rewarding. It's really nice. And uh, I, I know there are other things. Oh, so I met a woman this morning and she was telling me how her daughter is a mental health counselor at a middle school and how she's been doing it for 10 years and how different it is now. The students who come see her now versus the students who came to see her 10 years ago. And she said she's in crisis mode like every single day with these children. So you know, back to what we we're saying before about how many people are affected by uh, mental health struggles. Um, but, and also how many people come and open up to you once you've opened the, the door and you're willing to listen. So it's been really rewarding. It's just another opportunity and it's all about planting seeds and, and, and what you do and what other organizations do. And hopefully no shame on you does has a ripple effect of good um yeah that we don't even know about and that's our hope but but it's amazing to hear some of those tangible stories those those stories of people finding inspiration yeah I had one woman call me I was at a show and then I'm in the car on the way home and she calls me and she she bought something so she calls me and she says uh there's a little charm on my bracelet I didn't notice that before what is the charm and said, oh, it's a Robin. Robin symbolizes rebirth and renewal. And I thought that would be a nice, um, you know, emblem of, of our company because we're trying to inspire people to get hope. So it's, you know, re 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 renewal and rebirth. And I said, plus it's my name. And she's like, oh, oh, I'm going to have to tell my boyfriend that, you know, she was just like really, really invested in it. And it's, it's pretty cool. It's awesome. And the other thing I just wanted to mention for our listeners, because I think it's very special and important, Robin, is although you're a business, there is a um, a portion of your proceeds go to support a, a local division yes. of the national organization. So can you talk about that for a moment? Yes, we have an official partnership with NAMI New Jersey, the National Alliance on Mental Illness of New Jersey, and uh, we donate to them to help them in their mission of helping uh, people and their families who are suffering from mental illness. So we do like some wellness outreach with them in addition to uh, the donations that we make. And uh, like we've attended a few events with them and some outreach. So that's been a nice partnership too. I so love that. We help them that. spread the word about their mission and they help us spread the word about our mission. It's, it's a nice partnership. 
That's awesome. Tell us, I don't want to forget to ask you, you mentioned it a, a minute or two ago, but you have a you have some different lines. Tell yeah. us what products you sell. So we have, we call it, we call it a, our signature sayings. So those are the ones that we originally started with. So they are on rhodium plated silver bracelets and they have different colored gemstones and they're paired with inspirational messages that relate to like what the gem symbolizes. So we have a blue sapphire that's resilience because the sapphire is said to embody that characteristic. Um, and then we have a labradorite, which is gratitude. Those are two of my favorites. Although today I'm wearing opalite, which is for hope. Um, I'm also wearing the pink, uh, which symbolizes like self-confidence and self-love. So that's our signature line. And then we have another one, which we're calling make it meaningful, where you can pick whatever message you want of our litany of messages. And then you can pair it with, with whatever bracelet you want, um, whether it's the sterling silver one with the rhodium plating or it's a stretchy bracelet or a leather bracelet. Or now we also have cuffs, which I think are really pretty. Um, and you can pair them the way you want to pair them to make it more meaningful to you. So it's like some people through buying for a gift for somebody, they'll pick the person's birthstone but then they'll pair it with the message that that resonates with them. So it's a nice way to for people to buy. And now we're also putting together like holiday specific ones. So I just made some ones for Hanukkah that say light. One says light, love, miracle, peace, joy. I think that was it. Uh, and then we paired them with blue and white things. So they're, they're it's a nice little gift. So well, the holidays are coming up. <laughs> so this is perfect timing for this podcast. Where yes. can people find you, Robin? So my website is buttercupandjoy.com. We also have a Facebook page, Instagram, and we are on the W Marketplace, which is a platform for women-owned businesses. Go and women. Go women. And we're in a couple little retail stores in New Jersey. So if anybody is in New Jersey, they can go to the Rebecca Collection in Bernardsville, or they can go to the Asbury Book Cooperative in Asbury Book Park. I mean, Asbury Park, <laughs> Asbury Book Park. Uh, where, there's a store in Chester, New Jersey called the Mental Health Shop. Oh, well, it is a mental health shop. It's called Homecoming. And okay. we're also in a store in Hoboken called Unjumbled. So... We're, we're trying to get the word out in person, in events, in retail stores, and online. Awesome. Yes. Today, New Jersey, tomorrow, the nation. <laughs> <laughs> Again, fingers crossed. That's yeah. awesome. Okay, I want to, we have time for, for a last question. Um, just with everything that you've learned from, from this venture and from your life's journey, what advice do you have for people with loved ones who are struggling? Patience, patience and take time for yourself. Um, I think those are the two most important things because it's not going to get solved in a day. It feels like it goes on forever. It doesn't last forever. It will get solved, but it will not get solved quickly. So you got to be patient and realize like all you can do is be there for them. And then you have to take care of yourself, figure out what's important to you, get your, your, fill your cup first, right? So whether it's 
exercise or seeing friends or being creative or whatever it is you need to do, figure out what you like, do that first. And then you can be there and be present for the person that you love who's struggling. That's awesome advice. It's the same advice the stewardesses give on the airplane. Exactly. It's an emergency. You put on your Your oxygen mask first and then you help. But it's true. I mean, you know, if you don't take care of yourself, you have the energy to take care of someone else. So true. Well, thank you, Robin. I'm so glad I got to see you again virtually for the second time. I will see. I'm going to make sure to see you in person next time I come to the East Coast. That would be great. Thank you for all that you do, you know, and to make the world a better place and um, spread um, healing, positive energy. And the most important thing, adding another outlet for people to understand that they're not alone. Yes. Well, thank you, Wendy. I so appreciate meeting you and this opportunity to share Buttercup and Joy with everybody. Bye. Bye Bye-bye.